You're listening to episode 10 of the Burnout to Boss podcast. Welcome to the Burnout to Boss podcast, where executive coach and yoga teacher Maria Loida teaches ambitious corporate women how to create massive success in their careers without sacrificing their families, personal lives, health, and most importantly, themselves. If you want to make more money, gain promotions and raises, build respect in the office, demand gravitas with senior clients and peers, and generate the biggest impact possible, all while enjoying the life you want and without overworking, it's time to rise from burnout to boss. The world is waiting for your leadership. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, executive coach and yoga teacher, Maria Loida, and I want to take a minute at the beginning, right off the bat, to say thank you for tuning in and listening, and I just want to acknowledge you as well for taking the time, every minute and every moment that you kind of refocus your brain to growing and learning something new about yourself and your career and your personal goals and dreams is a moment well spent and And so I'm so glad to have you here on the podcast to do that together. And today we're talking about creating confidence on purpose, which is such a great opportunity to kind of self-reflect and, you know, have this moment where you, you really do get to learn something about yourself perhaps and expand how you're thinking about work and your life. Before we get into the main content, I want to tell you about a gift that I'm giving away in exchange for rating and reviewing the podcast so that other women like you can find the podcast. This is the best way to get the word out about the podcast. And so if you want to, if you have someone personally that you want to share it with, please do. But also rating and reviewing the podcast is the best way to continue to share this knowledge with other women so that more women can have badass careers and and create tons of success without sacrificing the things that they really want in their life, whether it's children or a family or friends, like just time with friends or just have being healthy and having a sense of balance or just really living the life that we all dream of. So yeah, no more of like women living a smaller life because we're trying to fit in so many things. Okay. So I'm giving away a pair of AirPod Pros and also a basket, kind of a gift basket of well-being goodies for your desk, for your office to support you. Um, at work. So when you leave a review and rate the podcast, take a screenshot of it and then send me a DM on Instagram with the screenshot. Super quick. I'm at Maria Rose Loida. I can't wait to hear from you there. My handle is just three words, like my first name, middle name, last name. Uh, That middle name is Rose, like the flower. You can get the spelling of my first and last on this podcast and there's no periods or underscores, just one big word at Maria Rose Loida. I can't wait to see you and hear from you there. So let's jump in. Today we're talking about creating confidence and how do we create it on purpose? And I'll talk about this a little bit more. This idea of creating it on purpose might feel a little elusive. So if you were to be able to choose between having confidence or not having it at work or in your life, you'd likely all choose 
confidence, right? And you can likely recall someone else in your life or at work who just seems to have it. And we can probably think of a bunch of reasons why they should be confident or why it makes sense that they are confident. Um, Like they're really smart. They're more senior than you. They have tons of experience with a certain thing from their last job. They're the expert. They just always know what to say, etc. Right? We've all probably thought this about someone else. And so you spend a lot of time believing that you need to earn confidence and that you might, and you might even believe that someone else will grant it to you. For example, you might be thinking once I consistently nail client presentations, once you're making a certain amount of money or have a specific title or you're on a certain team or once your boss treats you a certain way, then you will be confident or you will be able to have confidence. And so when you believe that confidence is earned, it keeps the power out of our own hands. You quite literally hand over your confidence to someone else or an external condition. And when you do that, What you don't do is learn how to generate confidence yourself. You try to kind of do things to get confidence when the truth about confidence is that it's a feeling and it's a feeling that you can generate any time that you want. And I hope that by clarifying that it feels empowering as hell. If it doesn't stay with me, we're going to break this down even more. So you are the only person who can actually generate your own feelings. It's a big myth in our lives and in our world that we've been taught that like someone else can make you feel a certain way or that something else can make you feel a certain way, right? You made me feel bad is like a very common phrase in our vocabulary or in our vernacular. And so this is a little bit of a lie. (laughs) It doesn't mean that we don't get our feelings hurt, okay? So we'll, you know, separate those two things for the sake of this conversation, but really Really, only we can decide and we only ourselves, we generate our own feelings. In episode one of the podcast, I teach you about the model and the power of your thoughts. And I also teach you about how it's your thoughts that create your feelings or emotions. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, make sure you do, because we're going to use the model here too, because it's important to know that you can use this model to generate thoughts and feelings that you want to have, just like confidence. We can learn how to generate confidence on purpose just by using our minds. So for today, we're going to use an example of presenting. You know, maybe many of you might be presenting on Zoom. Many of you might be presenting back in person again. But pretty much everyone I know fears public speaking at least a little bit. So I think this is a great place to start. If there's something else or somewhere else in your career or your life that you're really wanting to generate confidence, you can come along with me and do this exercise using that example. So let's think about the model. The first part of the model is the circumstance. It's just the facts of a situation. And circumstances are neutral until you have a thought about them. So in this case, if we're going to talk about, let's call it, let's do a, you know, a client presentation. So the circumstance, the situation is that you have a client presentation and you will say words in the meeting. That's factual. We're not going to write out every word that you say. And then let's say you spent 15 hours preparing for the presentation. Those are all things that we could kind of prove pretty, pretty factually. Your thought about this circumstance that you have this client presentation, that you are going to say words in the presentation and that you spent 15 hours preparing, your thought might be something like, I suck at presenting. This client is terrifying. 
I don't know what I'm doing. When you think thoughts um, like that, you're likely to feel pretty scared, uncertain, and probably a little shaky. And so when you feel those things, you might apologize. Like the actions that you take might look like apologizing in the meeting when you stumble over words. You might be in your head or kind of ruminating about your performance while you're doing the presenting, which if that's ever happened to you, <laughs> you know that it's kind of a, a mind trip. I've definitely done that before where you're you're watching yourself stumble or you're watching and then you're evaluating and telling yourself that you're messing it up while you're doing it, which makes it really difficult to just move along with what you want to say and focus on saying the most impactful thing in that moment. You're more likely to evaluate your performance from, from a perspective of everything that you didn't like about it or everything that wasn't ideal or great, which might also lead you to hesitate or say no to future presentation opportunities. And so you, the result that you get from thinking, you know, I suck at presenting, the client's terrifying, I don't know what I'm doing, is that you're not really present in the presentation and with the people in the meeting that you're there to serve. And you create more of a story of the same thoughts you already had, that you suck at presenting, the client's terrifying, and that you don't know what you're doing, right? You make it more likely that those things are even true. It's kind of like confirmation bias. So you'll keep seeing whatever you've told yourself about presenting, and you'll only see those things. Your mind will be preoccupied on those things rather than seeing the little glimpses of progress or growth or things that you did great. And then part of this result is that you don't get the result that you want, which is to get better at presenting and feel great about it. And so the way that we can affect this is by using the model and a little imagination to create our desired outcome or result. And so if the desired outcome or result is to get better at presenting and feel great about it, what actions would make that inevitable? I encourage you to answer these questions as I ask them and I will guide us through this as well. It'd probably look like saying yes to as many presentation opportunities as you can, even if you feel like nervous or uncomfortable about it. It would look like preparing for the presentation, which was true in the last example, but it would, you know, that would stay the same. Showing up to the presentation, actually doing the presentation, delivering what you're planning to say. This last part's important, evaluating what could improve and evaluating what went well, right? In the last example, when you're like really scared about presenting, presenting and nervous, you're only evaluating and focused on the things that went wrong. An ideal situation is evaluating, hey, I could do that a little bit better. And hey, this was really awesome. I'm going to keep doing that right? Coming from a place, a more balanced place, and definitely also making sure we're giving ourselves some encouragement. What would you need to feel to take actions like these? And here's where we're going to use the feeling of confidence. You would feel confident perhaps to walk into a presentation, say yes to as many opportunities to present as you can, prepare for it, show up, deliver what you're going to say, and evaluate what was good and what could improve a little bit. That's what kind of confident people do, right? So we want to feel confident. And here's the ticket for generating confidence on purpose every single time. What would you need to think about yourself to generate the feeling of confidence? And I'm going to give you a few kind of starters or ideas, but it's really important here that you generate your own thought that really makes you feel the feeling of confidence. Some might be, and some that I've definitely used in the past are, I know what I'm talking about. I've got this. I'm smart and capable. 
I'm a badass. So take a moment here and just bring to mind a thought that really makes you feel like, you know, you can like throw your shoulders back and lift your chin a little bit. Like you can feel the feeling of confidence in your body. That's the key. You want to really feel it in your body. The way that you feel when you might try power poses in the bathroom, which is totally something I used to do. And consider how different you would go into a presentation or any meeting or any interaction thinking these things about yourself, especially when it's a tough client, especially when it's someone senior than you, especially when it's your boss or the CEO or an investor or someone that you know, has a lot of swagger in your industry (laughs) or perceived power and clout. I want to talk about one more thing before we go. That is the tool. That is how you create confidence on purpose. However, you might be thinking, okay, Maria, I have some confidence with presenting because I've done it before. But what about this like brand new job or project that I have that I've never done before? How do I generate confidence when I have no idea what I'm doing? <laughs> or I'm just, I've never, I, I, it's my first time. Like it makes more sense to have no confidence about that. And this is a really good point. So I want to give you some definitions, especially between the difference of confidence and self-confidence. Okay. Confidence is feeling capable because you have past experience or evidence that you've successfully done something. An example here would be like you have confidence that you can pour a glass of water because you've done it a thousand times. You may have confidence that you can nail a client presentation because you've just done it a ton of times and you've proven over so many times that you can do it well and that you crush it every time. And a lot of confidence hurdles can actually be achieved by just remembering a time that you've already done something. Because I will say it's easy for our brains to forget that we've actually had success with something in the past. And so sometimes you will have had success with something in the past and then you forgot and then you're not feeling the confidence. So sometimes just remembering and calling back to mind, when was a time that I was successful in this arena or in this kind of sphere of work and letting yourself remember that you actually have done it before and that you you have done it successfully before. A slightly different definition in this confidence you know, sphere is self-confidence. Self-confidence is feeling confident even without having past evidence of success. So this idea of self-confidence isn't grounded in what you've done before, but it's the belief that you can absolutely figure it out. And I would argue that it's self-confidence is even more important to cultivate. And consider this, everything that you've ever done and created confidence for, something that you have evidence of success, at one point in time, you had never ever done that before. And so ask yourself honestly where your level of self-confidence is. Even if you think you've never done, like you're someone that just doesn't do new things that often, everything that you've ever done has to have been new at some point. If you're alive and breathing right now, you have done a ton of new things. And so that you can have this self-confidence that when something new comes up, that you've done other new things before. And that can kind of help jumpstart this idea of self-confidence when we don't have the evidence of past success. So what could you start thinking about yourself to continue to feel confident and also self-confident? So whether you have the evidence or you don't have the evidence, you choose to believe that you will absolutely have the tools and you have your brain and resourcefulness to figure things out. And I would recommend making a list of 10 things right now related to 
something that you are struggling with confidence around and build a list of evidence of things that you have had success with, past evidence of success, and a list of things where you've done something new and it's all been okay. Give yourself that evidence that you actually can do something hard or something that you've never done before. Learning how to feel confident on purpose will help you create actions and results more likely aligned with what you desire at work and doing so in a way that also has you not burning out or stressing every moment something goes a little unexpectedly or maybe even fails. So confidence can be built in your mind and emotional body the same way a muscle can be built at the gym. Go to my website at marialoida.com and sign up for my waitlist to be the first to know about how you can be a part of my next offer and continue to build a confidence muscle as toned as an Olympic athlete. It's absolutely possible for you. Before I go, I want to remind you one more time about rating and reviewing the podcast and the gift that I'm giving away. It's a pair of AirPod Pros and a gift basket of goodies to support your well-being at work or at your desk or wherever you are crushing it from. So leave a review, rate the podcast, take a screenshot of it, and then send me a DM on Instagram at Maria Rose Loida, and I will enter you in to win this pair of AirPod Pros as well as the basket. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening today. I will see you in episode 11.